know, I'm a socks in the house sort of person. I get for cold feet. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Weird Thing About That, where me and my fellow players are given a subject matter and have to find the weirdest, coolest or funniest story on that subject. Players' stories will be scored by a head judge and the winner will be revealed at the end of the episode. I'm Chris and joining me today, QVC's biggest fan, Chucky. Yo. I'm back in the judge seat, having just recovered from a bad flying suit accident, Joe. Hello. And joining us today for the very first time on the pod, very special guest all the way from Hallmark of Greatness, it's Bernie. Yay, please. Uh, today's subject is jokes and jokery, and you will be judged on the Stuart Hall scale, famous for it's a knockout and being a nonce. <laughs> And who's going first? You can. Most of us, at some point in our lives, have seen or heard something so funny that we reach a point of such hysterical laughter that we literally can't breathe. It's a strange experience when you think about it that our brains would rather keep processing the funny incident to keep us laughing and releasing those endorphins, even at the expense of keeping our bodies alive. It's no wonder that common phrases such as I almost died laughing or that joke killed me are widely used when our brain occasionally favours having a crippling snorting fit of laughter over the functional use of our lungs. But this got me thinking, has anyone ever actually officially died from laughing? And as it turns out, quite a lot of people through history have. But I also find out that the dying from laughing isn't just a one-size-fits-all death, but rather there are a few different lethal maladies that a bad case of the giggles can cause. Tissue death caused by lack of blood supply to the brain is possible, as is muscular immobility which controls trauma, and of course probably the most obvious case of death from the chuckles is asphyxiation. But who through the ages has been so unfortunate enough to guffaw themselves into an early grave? Well, some such noteworthy examples are. A 5th century Greek painter called Zeuxis, who was commissioned by a strange looking old lady to paint the visage of the goddess of love Aphrodite. Sounded simple enough, until the old lady herself was the one who insisted she be the one posing for the painting. Painting an unsightly lady dressed up as a goddess of love proved too much for poor Zeuxis, who, after taking one look at his finished painting, started laughing so hard that he met his mortal end. Another notable ancient Greek was a 3rd century philosopher called Chrysippus, who, upon finding a donkey eating his figs, joked to his servant to go and fetch some wine for the donkey to wash the figs down with. Clearly, this is an absolute banger of a joke. So much so that Chrysippus yeeted himself from the land of the living. He earned himself the legacy of being known as the man who died laughing at his own joke. My last example is a lot more recent. In 1975, a man called Alex Mitchell, who was watching an episode of a sketch show called The Goodies. The episode in question was called Kung Fu Capers and featured a kilt-clad Scotsman armed with bagpipes fighting a Lancashireman throwing black puddings at him. He laughed for 25 minutes solid before slumping over dead in his chair. His late wife ended up writing a letter to the show's producers thanking them for making Alex's last moments on the earth a very pleasant one. Thinking about it, maybe dying from laughing is one of the best ends that we could hope for. Gentlemen, your rebuttals. Wow. <laughs> wow, little Zeuxis. Do you reckon he was doing one of those paintings where it was like upside down and he stepped back and went, okay, time to rotate it over. <laughs> Nobody saw it. He's just like, oh, wow. I, I'm just like, at what point do you get? And he's like, okay, I'll just finish the last stroke of the brush there. And he's like, <laughs> takes a step back and goes, this is fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> he, he 
must have been knowing that while he was yeah. painting it, it was there, funny. There must have been a threshold at some point where it went from nothing to funny to even funnier. It would have been a gradual build-up, but it's like he had his eyes shut the entire time until he looked at the end and went... Does this, <laughs> does this painting exist? Or is it like sealed in concrete? Like, oh, you know what? I should have, I should have found that. Is it that. sealed in like that thing like the Ark of the Covenant in Indiana yeah. Jones? <laughs> <laughs> Anyone who looks at it, their face just melts. <laughs> no, they, just, they just die laughing. Yeah. yeah. And to be fair, that other fella... Get my donkey some wine, and then <laughs> laughs at his own, laughs at his own joke to death. Though, like, oh, but you, you have that. It's such a dad thing you? to do. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, like, you pick up on something, and then you just kind of start laughing and laughing more, and then somebody else is laughing with you, and then it's just kind of like a it, snowball, right? It never that's said the, the servant was laughing. Well, that's the trigger for me. It's when you're talking to someone else, and you both start losing it, and you're both just trying to add stuff to the joke, but you just can't get it out. Cause yeah, you're just wheezing, yeah. and then it. I, I can see where it can go from that, but it's just a guy on his own just speaking to some lowly servant, yeah. like. And the servant's like, "All right, I'll go and get some wine then." And he's like, "No, <laughs> it's like, yeah, do you actually want me to get the wine? Is... Come back, this is great. No, like, here my that, type five. Is that why he died? Because his servant had done one? Because otherwise, you'd like stop him from laughing. Surely, if you're going to see, you you stop stop it? It, you can't, you you can't stop, stop him. Like, sir, it's only a donkey eating. What, what was it? Figs, figs. It'll burst out of laughing even more. There's no way you can, like, temper that. Yeah, how do you stop someone from laughing at that? Do you just run over and, like, <laughs> kick the donkey in the head? <laughs> I don't know. Anything you do is going to make the situation more hilarious. <laughs> I'm trying think. to think of anything that would make it not funny. Yeah. It's... It is an inherently comedic situation <laughs> to be in. It's but... in ancient Greece as well. It's nice and sunny. It's just a donkey at the windowsill eating He's walking face. around so nice... in, his, in his sheet. <laughs> looking at this rogue donkey it's, 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 eat, eating all his fig rolls and he's like got a banger here oi, oi, oi. servant come here get some wine for this donkey yeah do you get it and the servant's like i'll get some wine then no 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 like get the wine for the donkey <laughs> it's not for me it's for the donkey and he's like Sir, you're making an ass of yourself. And he's like, That's better than mine. Fuck off. Yeah. That's the only thing that could have stopped him laughing. What, he's Jenga joking on top of him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know that guy from Mary Poppins who laughs a lot? He loves to laugh. Uncle Albert. Does he die from laughing? No, he gets sad at the end, doesn't he? And comes down from the ceiling. Because the children have to go home. he die from it. No, he just levitates when he laughs. Which ain't bad. It's better than burping, like in Willy Wonka, isn't it? Oh. I guess. <laughs> and also the goodies. Ah, oh. yeah. I rem- I'm, I've seen. I this watched episode. the sketch, and it. It was the seventies. It was the seventies, but it was pretty lowbrow, and. Yeah, the goodies were sort of like. Uh, not Monty Python, and not the monkeys. Yeah, it's just kind of like surreal sketches and bits. It's, and... it's Bill Oddie. Yeah, what's it... rude about a body? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah, but. Um, it's not even like the more like the the well known one is the the kitten Kong one where there's a big kitten that climbs up the post office tower and stuff. It's called something like is is oh, it's like Okai the new, isn't it? The, like the karate dudes, uh, the Scottish guys karate. Yeah, and it, the the Yorkshire one's E by gum or something. Mm. No, it, the Lancashire like Hotpot's named an album after it. I can't remember the name of it. It's like um, Eckers. No. Ecky Thump. Ecky Thump. That's the one. Ecky Thump. Yeah. Yes, that's not the lamp shot, but Icky Thump. Icky Thump, that's something else. Isn't that's it? the uh, Chumba Wumba. It's not. It is. Yeah. No, it's no. not. Oh, it's no. the White Stripes, mate. 
You just say okay. it with such I'm just saying. Energy. It's like, yes. Yeah, yes, this is yes. how I get through a lot of my day-to-day. <laughs> just speak confidently and make jokes about <laughs> pack animals eating fruit. <laughs> quality content. It's just us naming bands and saying random words. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's all podcasts are. <laughs> Moving on. Let's do... Let's do Barney. Thinking of mankind's greatest comedy achievement, your brain probably goes to Del Boy, falling through the bar, or a detailed explanation of the actual deal with airline food. But before all this, there was a man whose comedic talents netted him royal appointment and the bling trappings that go with it. I, of course, want to talk to you about George Lupiteur, or as you probably haven't heard of him, Roland the Farter. <laughs> Roland the Farter was, as his name would indicate a professional flatulist. That's a bit of a tongue twister. This title essentially means that Roland was paid to release bum secrets in front of people. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of like Adam Sandler, but instead of doing daft voices and putting out like one good film every 10 years, Roland worked in the court of King Henry II during the 12th century. In England, obviously, which was about as medieval as medieval got. And Roland was good at his job of floating out air biscuits, plying his trade in the streets for money, like a methane-powered busker. <laughs> but <laughs> is it just eight pages of this? <laughs> it's just rows upon rows of euphemisms for farting. Right. So something which has never occurred since time immemorial: a young woman did not fart in her husband's lap. Now I know it's not garlic bread but have to understand that gross things are always funny. Look at the success of Amy Schumer, for fuck's sake. And this brings me back to good old trumping Roland, as he wasn't known. See, he uses his powers of bum toots to get himself a manor in Suffolk. And somewhere between 30 and 100 acres of land, which is like 15 to 50 football courts, or like loads of downstream tennis pitches. But they would be worth about three quarters of a million in today's money. Just for doing downstairs burps. The really weird thing about this is that it wasn't even Roland's full-time job. He would perform for the king and the closing of his three-day Christmas festivities, doing a little dance and performing as recorded in the Book of Fees. Uran saltum a siffletum a unum bumbalum. And, <laughs> and if you're not up on your Latin, means one jump, one whistle and one fart. Presumably all at the same time. So, raise your glass and pop your trouser trumpet and celebrate Roland the Farter, a man for whom gas was not a joke, it was a livelihood. Gentlemen, Cheers. your rebuttals. Wow. Was <coughs> trouser cough in there? That's one that I always hear. <laughs> no. Oh, get in. <laughs> Bonus points. Uh, uh, I, I genuinely think Roland the Farter is another one for the Wall of Heroes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that meme. One someone... day a year, and all he had to do was jump, fart, and cough at the same time. Or whatever it whistle, and he got a mansion and like a load of land, and that was it. And that was like, he was made. It's still there. His oh. his 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 manner that he lived in. It's like that meme someone putting on choir makeup. It's like me getting up every day at six o'clock <laughs> to go to work when there's a guy in Suffolk who gets a house for farting. I'd love to think if you went to the house as just one of those like really nice ornate sort of. Uh, metal plaques to explain. Oh, yeah, this <laughs> yeah. to a... The historical yeah. mark thing. <laughs> long to a very um, re- refined folk um, who farted for a living. I hope they opened the windows. <laughs> I think it would have blown them out. Jeez. No, just to get rid of the smell. 
<laughs> I mean, it's not uh, it's not the first historical incident of it as well. At the same time as as Roland, I believe there were eight musical Irishmen who would fart tunes, like some <laughs> sort of filthy choir. Did they all have a different tone in I standing would, in a line? I would assume <laughs> baritone, <laughs> alto, <laughs> like a like a really really dirty barbershop quarter. <laughs> And uh, was it? Uh, there is a guy still alive, Mister Methane, I believe. Who who I believe could fart the French national anthem. Wow! And could blow out candles with it, with his with his toots. Uh, I've I've watched it on Euro Trash. Does it not just go? <laughs> no, no, because it's not. Oh man, this is this is weird. It's not actual like body gas. Is oh, it, he, he can, he can suck it in and through his expels it again. Yeah, okay. so it's like a like a. A, a fleshy bellows. <laughs> Don't say fleshy bellows. <laughs> That's as bad as prison wallet. Well, it's like that. She, that she on TikTok, that woman who she could have done with reading some of these stories. Disgusting. She got sent to um. She went to hospital, didn't she? Because she kept farting in oh, jars and selling yeah. it. And she ended up in hospital because she was farting too much. Because well, because she was eating all manners of shit. I to thought generate. she was doing it on. Yeah, I think so. What an idiot! Was she doing it online, like a sort of ASMR thing? No, no, she was from. She'd fart in a jar and send it off. Yeah, people were like, you know, like that lass that was selling her bathwater. Yes. This is just the more disgusting version of that, really. You know, when people go to the seaside and they come back with like a jar of Cornwall air, and you know, that's a nice thing. So it's a fun joke. What dedication to the sport and honesty to like put yourself through that to actually fart in every single jar. At no point did it cross her mind that she could go, I could just bottle air. Yeah. No one's going to open it unless they're actually not perverts, probably will. But do you reckon, right? I don't, oh, mate, I don't even want to get into this. But do you reckon she just like put the jar on her cheeks and guffed into it or she like did it in the bath in the water and expelled the water <laughs> out no, that smells it. worse I like to think there was that some would sort condense of hose it down, involved though. some sort of hose some sort of batty hose that's it yeah I think we've been a bit scientific about this I, I just uh, there was also speaking of, of farting as well uh, the other week there was a young Irish lady who was hospitalised with I want to say anal trauma no pancreas problems but I may be wrong about that because she was going out with her boyfriend for like a year and a half and had not oh, farted and in front. Oh, Wow. Yeah. yeah. So South Park was right. <laughs> Holding in trumps is bad for you. It is that I'm not thing. Saying, when well, is the sort of appropriate, how long do you have to be with someone before you can sort of let, and, and how do you months. do it? Do you, two months, do you just and let get, rip and as say, you get this up, is how As you go for be. a cup of tea, as you go past them, just crop dust them. That's <laughs> <laughs> certainly dominance. Yeah, and if, if they hang around after that, then you've won, haven't you? Did you just let, let rip and and then see how it goes? I think so this is sort of how like, it is now. Or get do you, a dog. Yeah. <laughs> Blame it on <laughs> that. Or do you start small and? I could you mean start? Yeah, yeah, you it, can't just go. Okay, yeah. well, let's see how. I mean, I've been with out. I've been with my wife since I was sixteen, so it's kind of I can't remember the first time we. No, I think it's like it's a natural human function. Yeah. Sometimes it happens by mistake. You know, you bend in a funny way, and you sort. Of, yeah. Little cheeky you know, one that, just pops out. So, sometimes you laugh too hard. Yeah, these are all. And then you get them under the duvet. Smell yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome to my Dutch oven. <laughs> Let's move Fetch away from this yes, stinky, stinky zone. Uh, Chucky. All right. The first joke I remember being told as a kid was, "Why did the chicken cross the road?" <laughs> to get to the other side. Although I wasn't a particularly fast kid, and now, incredibly awesome. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> gonna have to start that again now. <laughs> <coughs> 
Although I wasn't a particularly fast kid, and my now incredibly awesome sense of humour hadn't quite developed at the time, I still knew that there was something I wasn't getting, because, on the face of the joke, there was nothing really controversial or subverting on my expectations. Besides, of course, the subversion of my expectations had my expectations subverted. It took me some 20 odd years to realise the irony of the joke, and I've got to say, when I had the epiphany, I wasn't really struggling to contain my sides. I mean, I think 6 or 7 year old me wouldn't have appreciated the dark humour so much either. Anyway, thinking about the first joke I remember made me consider what the first recorded joke would have been. I'm guessing as a species we've been having mad bants with each other since the dawn of time, but when did we actually start writing down our material? It looks like in 1900 BC the Sumerians were coming up with some frankly low tier material shots fired, that they considered to be worthy of writing down, and perhaps unsurprisingly, it's a fart joke. Being fair though, the earliest recorded British joke came some 3000 years later, and it was, of course, a cock joke. The evolution of jokes, then, is definitely seeming like it's been on an upward trajectory ever since those first joke scribes immortalised the initial fart joke, but where does that leave us now? Unsatisfyingly, I can't really answer that, but I can reveal that in 2002, the world's funniest joke was uncovered thanks to the research of Richard Wiseman. Which, presumably, means we've peaked. <laughs> I remember watching the news report for this one wondering just how, the f how funny the joke was going to be. Well, the fact that you might not even know what the joke is might point out a bit of a fatal flaw in the research. But don't worry, I'll repeat it now. Two hunters are out in the woods when one of them collapses. He doesn't seem to be breathing, and his eyes are glazed. The other whips out his phone and calls the emergency services. He gasps. My friend is dead. What can I do? The operator says, calm down. I can help. First, let's make sure he's dead. There is a silence. Then a gunshot. Back on the phone, the guy says, okay, now what? For me, this level of joke warrants nothing more than a slightly exaggerated exhalation of breath through my dominant nostril. But, I'm worried that 2,000 years from now, some cynical lazy wanker is going to reference it as the height of the 21st century's jokes. So, I fearfully hope that we all come together to reopen the research on the world's funniest joke, and continue to work tirelessly to make sure some dopey neo-podcaster doesn't make the same mistakes I did. Gentlemen, your rebuttals. There's quite an interesting point about the, the chicken joke, because it's probably the joke that is a lot of people's first joke. And yet it's uh, almost like an anti-joke, isn't it? You would have to have heard other cross-the-road jokes to realise that the chicken is just crossing the road is a sort of an anti-joke. To... Wait, does this mean that you don't get the joke? Oh, I get it, but it's like... Go into the movies. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to find the meaning of that, subscribe to the Patreon and find all, <laughs> all 27 minutes of Barney's jokes we did before recording this episode. No, well, yeah, yeah, I get exactly what you mean. Like, as a kid, it's kind of like, yeah, to get across the road. Like, there's nothing funny in that. No, but it's it's that thing of kids know that that's a setup to a joke. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. there should be a punchline there, but the fact that there isn't does sort of make it a, and, and an anti-joke. That, that's exactly it. You know, when it was told to me, kids like, huh, huh, huh? You're like, do you get it? You're like, yeah. It's not really a joke, it's more of a statement. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um... But yeah, and then it but then it leads into the whole the whole other thing of you know all that sort of why did the chicken it's, it's your basic how you start doing jokes is why did the chicken cross the road and then you get into like the what do you call a man with fifty rabbits up his ass 
Warren. <laughs> stuff like that. And it's all punny sort of <laughs> stuff like that, because that's funny. I remember like, hearing that in year two. Yeah. yeah. What do you mark, what do you call a man walking through leaves? Russell. Russell. Yeah. Again, we're not just filling no. up the podcast with jokes now. Like, this I is feel, not what I feel like the jokes you get in Christmas crackers are better than that Will's funniest joke because that wasn't. That yeah, you know, bring the donkey some wine was better than that, that joke. Definitely, yes. <laughs> yeah. Has anyone ever died because of that joke? <laughs> if that is not the Will's funniest no. joke, it's not, no. If it's not killed anyone, if it's not been weaponized. So, well, the jokes came from the guy. So his research was to start a website and let people submit jokes and. Um, the the other one that was submitted lots and lots is what's brown and sticky a stick a stick yeah it's simple it's funny as a kid i could get that yeah because you, you think know. it's going to be poo that's it <laughs> yeah, um, but it's not on the tower yeah don't get them confused it's an horrible sandwich <laughs> <laughs> why are you storing your poo in the teller jars joe don't don't say how you live your fucking life do <laughs> touche no. sell it down the docks <laughs> Alongside the woman with the fart jars. Yeah, we've got a thing going. <laughs> Two for one. I, I undercharge her by a lot. Because <laughs> hers were like five grand a guff. 27p, jar of tods. Wow. But you're not the one in hospital, checkmate. Yeah. Now be, who's laughing? You'd be making money because mum kept all them Nutella jars. She did. Oh, oh, if you want a fancy one with the teeny terrapins on it or something, that's that's an option we got can do. Them. They're collector's items though. That. I saved them up for like after big Chinese delicious Chinese meals <laughs> succulent Chinese meal <laughs> or too much red wine oh no <laughs> I've right. got where we're going with this that's it yeah no no right so oh. he, he, people just submitted jokes people submitted and jokes and then so, they yeah, voted and, on them no, yeah and so the ones that were rated highest were like so yeah and so if you, you literally type into Google as I did earlier today world's funniest joke don't uh, give you, the don't fucking show me how the sausage is made <laughs> <laughs> I'm only joking. Um, yeah, it, it comes up. It, it was 2002, it was, yeah. And so, oh, oh. But you can't yeah. let the public vote because we voted for Boaty McBoatface. And Brexit. And, yeah. Yeah. and the Tories. Hilarious. And, sort and of there was that art competition where there was two paintings of dogs. One was a beautiful <laughs> painting of a dog and one was <laughs> yeah. a stick picture of a dog like. Just yeah. <laughs> and they yeah. stated, we one. remind you that this was based on public, public likes. <laughs> Yeah, because to be fair, before you say, uh, there's a comedy <laughs> troupe called Asperger's or Us who would do that. They'd find someone, a kid in a local art contest, and get everyone at the shows to vote for them. Aww. Yeah, it was really good because the kid would win, and then they'd win a load of free shit. And it's like that's that's what it's about, isn't it? Yeah, but <laughs> no, the the jokes from the Edinburgh Fringe thing are funnier than that. Yeah, that, yeah, there's some good ones. But as well, it's a, a how it's funny long. a joke is is also subjective on the age it's sold in. If you look at like stuff that I thought was funny. 10 years ago like rage face meme comics you mm. read them now and you're like fuck that's cringe yeah and now like even the, the sort of the this deep fried weird memes that sort of the newer generation are coming out with now are, are just yeah are like completely lost to the boomer generation or, or whatever so it's subjective just on put a minion in there they'll fucking love it man <laughs> yeah <laughs> a wine in one challenge. hand and chocolate in the other is a balanced diet it's got a minion on it now. is it wine o'clock <laughs> Just stick to a poo joke. Poo's funny no matter how old Poo's you are. Poo's farting, cocks. And donkey wine. Donkey wine. <laughs> That's my new favourite one. <laughs> yeah. um, Chris, for your story of death by chortling. laughing, <laughs> by chortling, uh, I'm going to award you one full Stuart Hall. 
I don't know if that's good until I hear. Your very own nonce to take home uh, with real hair. Uh, Barney, as you butchered the story, I know, I'm sorry. Uh, you can have either the top or bottom half of Stuart Hall. Don't put stupid words in that I can't pronounce. What, what, Latin? Come on. I read to nursery kids, not bloody Julius Caesar. Uh, Yeah, you get to pick either the top or bottom half of Stuart Hall. Both are as bad as each other. (laughs) And um, I'm going to have to give you uh, up until the nips of Stuart Stuart Hall. I was so hopeful. From the feet up, though. No, no, no. You don't want one and a half Stuart Halls. No one wants one whole Stuart Hall. So the winner is, ironically, the man who died from laughing at his own joke. Brilliant. Up to the nips does remind me of one last closing joke. And it was um, a guy said to his servant, can you fill me a bath full of milk? Uh, And he says, do you want it pasteurized? And he says, no, just fill it up to my nipples. I can splash it in my eyes. Goodbye, everybody. (laughs) Goodbye. Weird thing about that. They expect the chicken legs, the sandwiches, quiche. That's not off the table.